Today's story, it is a very interesting story. It gives us a lot of hope, especially when we feel that I don't have much to give to the world. I don't have uh, much to really help out with anyone. Uh, when we feel like that, this, this kind of passage gives us a lot of hope. A big crowd followed Jesus. They even forgot that it was uh, dinner time. If they knew uh, that it was, uh, I mean, they were so fascinated with Jesus, they even forgot to bring their own food. They didn't prepare for the food in following Jesus. They just wanted to follow Jesus and then they were so mesmerized by the uh, message and the power and authority and they even forgot to eat. Jesus saw them and had compassion for them, not because they were physically hungry. Jesus saw another hunger in them. That hunger was the spiritual hunger. Jesus, said, Jesus saw that their souls were hungry. They were like sheep without shepherds. That's why they followed Jesus all along, because Jesus really gave them what they needed. They were so empty, and Jesus gave them all what they needed. They had never experienced what they experienced with Jesus. They heard about joy, but they never knew that that kind of joy was possible in their own lives. But when they were with Jesus, they really felt that deep joy and deep satisfaction and fulfillment. The kind of fulfillment that fulfills or fills up your soul. Not just your emotion, not just your intellect, but the, the, the kind of fulfillment that fills up your soul. And they experience that with Jesus. Now they were hungry, not only physically, but spiritually. And Jesus wanted to help them with their hunger. But instead of really helping them, Jesus was doing something strange. Jesus told the disciples, you don't need to uh, send them away. You give them something to eat. And Jesus knew very well there was no food. But Jesus, knowing that, told the disciples, you give them, you give them what to eat. That was very strange. Jesus, in a way, put them in a mode of challenge. Jesus wanted to challenge them, challenge their traditional limited thinking. You give them what they need to eat. But that was not only challenge, but Jesus was giving them the opportunity to extend themselves or stretch themselves. Jesus wanted to take them and elevate them to another level of existence. You know, our existence can have many different levels. It's not just one level. 
people think that oh, everybody uh, lives the uh, same life, but there are different layers of existence. And Jesus wanted to take these people, the disciples, from one level to another level of existence where the reality of the power of God becomes real. But their response was this. Very simple. We have nothing. We have nothing. You tell me to give them what to eat, but we have nothing. We only have five loaves of bread and two fish. And there are 5,000 people counting only men to feed. And five loaves of bread and two fish, they might as well be nothing. You know, in uh, high school math, you know, one over infinity is nothing, zero. So five loaves of bread and two fish, considering that you have to feed 5,000 people, only men, like a plus women and children, probably more than 10,000 people, they are nothing. You know, that's exactly how we feel most of the time in modern world. We're living in a nuclear age. The problem is too big. We ask ourselves, what can I do? There's nothing much for me to do to help out this world. We see our nothingness all the time. We feel small when we confront our reality with our naked eyes. We often feel like we have to feed 5,000 people, but we only have five loaves of bread and two fish. The problems that we face are much, much bigger than the power, ability, and resources that we have. And so we simply say, Lord, we have nothing. That is our answer to our problems. We don't see any possibility in those five loaves and two fish. We don't see that they are any good. Only when we recognize that these five loaves of bread and two fish are where the miracle began, only if we can see that, then we can see the power of God. Jesus showed them what they could do with five loaves of bread and two fish. Jesus actually showed them what they could do with these limited resources. He took five loaves of bread and two fish, he looked up to heaven, and then he blessed them, and then broke them and gave up. In other words, Jesus, through his prayer, he delivered his five loaves of bread and two fish into the hands of God. That's what Jesus did. Small things that you have, you deliver them in the hands of God. That's the miracle Jesus introduced to us. And that is a miracle of life. Actually, my friends, that is a secret of life. If you understand this secret of life, you will do tremendous things in your lives. In small things, which we don't find any value, we call them nothing, 
but when they are delivered in God's hands through our prayer, they become very important and can be used to benefit many people around us. Nothing becomes something when that nothing is delivered in God's hands. Christian understanding of creation uh, in Latin is creatio uh, ex nihilo. Can you put that up, please? That's what it is. Creation out of nothing. When nobody is delivered into God's hands, then nobody becomes somebody. That is creation. Many people live with urgent sense of their scarcity. They focus on their nothingness. They fix their eyes on their limitedness. They always see what they don't have. This tendency is so strong that it blinds their eyes and their eyes cannot see the abundance of life. Life is so abundant, but they never experience that life can be abundant because they are always seeing the limited, limitedness of their lives. On Wednesday evening, uh, we are doing a spiritual reading on Ephesians. And then as we read Ephesians, one thing that we discovered uh, was that to St. Paul, life is mystery. That's basically, it summarizes St. Paul's perspective and his theology. To him, life is mystery. And God's revelation is mystery. Until that time, he didn't realize that life was a mystery. He thought that life was very much fixed in a certain way. But after meeting Christ, he realized that life was mystery. In all of the place in his writing, he says that life is mystery. And then even the fact that he was doing God's work was a mystery to him. He never expected that uh, to be for him. Even that was mystery. And this is the confession of St. Paul. Let me uh, read it. Although I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to me to bring to the Gentiles the news of the boundless riches of Christ. Here, the important word is although. Although is the most important word. He recognized that he is the least of all, all the apostles. But that was not the end of his confession. He said, although I am that small, God, through the grace of God, gave me the opportunity to share the goodness of sharing the riches, the boundless, abundant riches of Christ. Recognizing that you're small is not, should not be the end of your confession. Recognizing your limitedness should not be the end of your confession. 
Recognize that you cannot do many things or you don't have much should not be the end of your confession in your lives. You always look at your limitedness, your smallness with this word, although. Although I'm not talented, although I don't have much, although I'm not that smart, that although will make all the difference. That's how St. Paul saw his smallness. <laughs> Acceptance of your smallness is not, should not be the end of your life. You will also have to accept the mystery of how these small things can bring about the abundance. When, the, when your smallness is delivered in God's hands, and then when God's grace works in your lives, then they will multiply and make many people abundant. Sometimes we feel we have nothing. I feel a lot of times. Compared to the challenge that, that I face, I feel like I'm very small. I don't have much ability and strength and resources. But when the grace of God works in us, we can bring the riches and abundance of Christ. Let us find something in our nothingness. Only through the grace of God, we can do that. Then you'll be able to see how your nothingness can bring about abundance in life. God used 12 small people. They were small people, fishermen, laborers, tax collectors. They were small people in their, their society. God chose them. And using these small people, he changed the world. He started with these small people and he shared and spread the gospel to all of the world. And 2,000 years later, we are enjoying the gospel. But we all began from these small people, 12 small people. Sometimes, I mean, five loaves of bread. Today we prepared five loaves. Peter, thank you. We don't have fish, though. <laughs> we have five loaves of bread and two fish. It is just enough for me. But when that small thing was delivered in God's hands, not only it fed me, feeds me, but also it feeds 10,000 people and 12 baskets. A leftover. Not only was I, am I full, but many other people are full. Sometimes when challenge so big, oh, okay, this portion, that's just good enough for me. I have nothing to share. I'll just keep it for myself. We may live that kind of life. 
But when you put that small things that you have in God's hands, God will multiply them. Not only God will feed you, God will feed many other people. Not only God will make your life abundant, He will make many people's lives abundant. Yes, we recognize we are small. But we also see the miracle and the mystery of life where these small things can contribute to the abundance of the world. I hope that we have that big, big heart. Become a bigger person. You can do so much for the people around you. There are many people who need the Lord. There are many people who are hurting. There are many people who are uh, lonely. There are many people who are hungry. There are many people who have so many, so much problems. Now, you can, you may be small, but you can be used as a vehicle to reach out to them 